Yeah, motherfucker. Shut up, I'm talking. Shut up, I'm talking. Talking into the microphone like you keep complaining every time. All right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I do what you want, you complain. I don't do what you want, you complain. I'm not complaining. I'm trying to get the sound right. Well. I think you hear so many complaints that you can't tell the difference between them. (laughs) Everything's a complaint to you. It is. Everything's a complaint. I listen to people complain all day. Does it bother you that much? It does. It gets on my nerves told this guy today he was just going on and on i said hey focus <laughs> okay you're in a situation put your big boy pants on and turn the water off <laughs> guy's in a panic because it's flooding in his house you're an insurance adjuster and a life coach yeah <laughs> <laughs> well he won't focus he's telling me all this time I'm trying to ask him a question you know i got a form i gotta fill out and finally i just say hey focus did you turn the water off? Well, then no. I said, hey. Put your big boy pants on and go figure it out. Turn the water off and you're going to flood your house. <laughs> I'm trying to help. And he's like, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay. I'm like, yeah, I know I'm fucking right. Just go do it and then calm down and get back on the phone. And he goes, what's your name? I said, my name is Dave. <laughs> Call back and ask for me. Dave who? Click. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just it's too much. This guy's going nuts. He's screaming at his kids. He's screaming at his wife. Going back and forth. He's telling me. There's standing water all over the... I said, okay, turn, did you turn the water off? He's like, what? what, what, what? Uh, hey, focus. <laughs> Golly day almighty. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad. I'm trying to help people. I'm trying to serve my community by this job. Is this court ordered? <laughs> <laughs> Even I can't keep straight face when I say that. <laughs> you know, I feel bad because, oh, the ice storms and wind storms all over the country. Pipes are bursting and flooding all weekend. And the people that have no water, no electricity, they got to get out of their house. And the trees are falling over and hitting the thing. And I got this guy running around in circles. Did you ever hear from him what happened? Other than the water was on, which you would expect it would be. Well, he calmed down. He went and turned the water off. And then I walked him through his claim. And then I said, yeah. Somebody will call you. How <laughs> <No> reassuring. <laughs> so the other day you sent me a text and said it was the greatest experience you'd ever had as an insurance adjuster. Oh, it was one of the best calls I ever had. Why don't you tell us about that? I've been thinking about it since then. It's not It's not really funny. It's, it's tragic, really. Oh, that makes it better. Okay. This guy from Tennessee. Guilty. Let's call him Delmer. Delmer? Delmer D. Dumbass. <laughs> If you want to use his full legal name, he calls up and again, he's in a panic because he says, you know, the fire trucks are on the scene. It's a proper response to anything is panic. Yeah. So I said, okay, what happened? He's at home. His pipes are frozen and his water's not running. So he knows his pipes are frozen. He doesn't want them to burst and cause a huge problem. Mm -hmm. All right. So far you're making sense. So what does he do? Something stupid. Mr. Dumas climbs underneath his mobile home. Ah, nice. This is where it starts to turn. (laughs) 
in Tennessee. Okay. And he's going to defrost his pipes. Yes. By setting a fire. (laughs) (laughs) He said within seconds, the entire house was engulfed in flames. And he barely climbed out from underneath it before he passed out from breathing smoke. And the burning meth. And he was in a panic. His quote-unquote house is burned down. His whole house is burning to the ground. The firemen are, I guess they're putting it out. And is he panicked because he just lost his house? No. He's panicked because he doesn't know what to tell his wife because she went to the store. Oh, my God. So she has no idea when she comes back. She's going to find her whole house burnt to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) On Christmas Eve, and they have nowhere to go. And no, no, what you know, and he's like, what am I going to do? Can you get me another house? And I'm like, get you another house. <laughs> Not a rental car. And I'm like, I suggest you start trying to find a, some kind of a hotel. <laughs> do you have a shovel? Why don't you start digging your own grave? <laughs> <laughs> Can you get me another house? And then he's like, well, is this going to be covered on my policy? And I'm like, sir, No. Why would it? <laughs> this is a recorded line, and you just told me you set this fire deliberately. <laughs> I don't understand. Although I do have a, I do have something that might make you feel better. You have just earned my Dumbass of the Year award. <laughs> Congratulations. Congra- Congratulations. This is an award that's just below the Darwin Award. And then I thought about it, and I was like, well, that is kind of tragic because he burned his house, and, and I guarantee you he's now divorced or, you know, separated because his wife's going to come home and find her house in ruin. Started a fire. He started a fire, crawled under his house and started a fire. Well, I thought I could control it. How fast did it go up? <laughs> Within minutes. <laughs> what am I going to do? going to be covered can i get a new house can i get a new house <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's what he's saying you know i have full coverage i'm like well that doesn't count arson <laughs> or dumbassery which is what you've done and admitted to on the phone how much would the cost of the burst pipe be i'm gonna guess it's less than the cost of replacing a mobile home yeah it's a, it's a yeah it's, it's less it's cheaper than a house <laughs> Let it burst, dude. <laughs> yeah. What's the worst that can happen? You have to replace the flooring and the carpet. The concrete and dirt around your home, it'll get damp. <laughs> so I got that one, and then the guy that was panicked because there was standing water in all over his living room, and he didn't know what to do, and the the water keeps coming out from the kitchen under the sink in the kitchen cabinet. I'm like, well, turn the water off. Was this another mobile home or an actual home? No, this was an actual house, the guy that was panicking. Is this a renter? No, he owned the house. Oh, you own the house and you don't know about, like, pipes and shit? Well, he obviously didn't. That's like owning a car and never thinking to put oil in it. What a dum-dum. What a fuck you moment. (laughs) Oh, yeah, fuck you. (laughs) I knew it needed oil, I just hadn't gotten to it. Oh, that makes it better. (laughs) I thought I had a little more leeway than I did. How much damage to the engine were you expecting? <laughs> I don't know. You knew it was damaging the engine. I turned the key, it started, I drove. I had shit to do. You changed the oil, all right? No, yeah. The oil, the engine, the whole the car. The car. <laughs> I'm probably going to get in trouble. 
Why? You're, you're doing nothing but helping Because people. I told the guy to focus and put his big boy pants on. <laughs> Sound advice. Yeah, I, I thought so. Because the guy, you know, it's like you had a slap him. He's going out of control. What am I going to do? Panic and then surrender. Hmm. Turn the water off and then go outside and set the fire so you, your pipes will fall. <laughs> seemed like a good idea at the time. What does a bad idea seem like at the I time? I don't know. Not doing S- it, I guess. Self-circumcision. <laughs> Very necessary. <laughs> that was a nice conversation I had with the doctor when Olivia was being born. Uh, Before, okay. you know, when she was still pregnant. What's this about? Well, if it's a boy, do you want him circumcised? And I went, uh, I don't know. Because at the time, he, he didn't know what the sex was. And the doctor goes, well... Wouldn't you want your son to look like you? And I said, well, I have no idea, you know. <laughs> and he looks at me like, I'm incre- you, know, you don't know if you're circumcised? I said, how the fuck do I know? I don't peck or check. <laughs> it's my dick. My dick is my dick, and that's it. It's the only one I look at. Anymore. How do, how do I know? I never asked. Really? So he explained it, and I went, oh, okay, then I'm, I'm that one. <laughs> <laughs> He, like, described it, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Then I guess so. (laughs) When you got a boner, do you see a hood? (laughs) Yeah, no. That's basically what he asked. (laughs) That's hilarious. Did you get skin covering the head of your dick? And I went, yeah. And he goes, well, when you get hard, does it go away? And I went, yeah. You're circumcised. (laughs) And I went, really? And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Then I guess uh, that. I don't know. He was speaking to you exactly the same way you were speaking to the guy with the burst pipe. Basically. It was the equivalent of you starting a fire under your mobile home. (laughs) He's like, you you know, he looked at me like I was was incredulous. Like, you don't know? No. Why would I know? (laughs) It's obvious. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not looking at other dicks. I'm looking at mine. And mine looks perfectly fine. And it works. So why would I worry about it? You're telling me that circumcision was never covered in the Mac Bolin books? No. <laughs> Young Bolin never had to confront that issue? No. Yeah. Mac goes to the doctor. No, that wasn't a chapter. His foreskin was so big, it acted as his own condom. Yeah, really? <laughs> That's a man right there. <laughs> but it turned out she was a girl, so I didn't have to worry about it. When my nephew had his first child... I said to him and his wife, whatever you do and how you raise your child, I will be 100% behind you. No question. Just this one thing. After he's born, leave his dick alone. There's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't need to be altered. Leave it alone. Yeah, I don't even understand why they do that. There's no reason to circumcise a boy in the first world. It's mutilation. That's like saying when the kid's born, oh, he's not going to need this pinky finger. Yes. So we'll just cut it off because it looks better with... When it looks more like a paw. (laughs) I want my kid to look like me with a Simpsons hand. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? The the question from the doctor, don't you want your son to look like you? I was, well, yeah, I mean, face. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't, I really wasn't getting it. You look at his dick and you go, wow, I can see the resemblance. Yeah. I just made a joke to you about baby dick. Yeah, I know. And that's not funny. Oh, did you see the uh, thing about uh, George Takei? No, what happened? 
he came out and made this big statement that he was no longer going to fight with William Shatner. Oh, good for him. Right? All he right. made this thing, is, all right, this feud has gone on too long, and I'm too old, and I'm just going to let it go, and I'm not going to argue or talk about him anymore. And I can never win. <laughs> okay? I'm not arguing this, this is done. Good. So what did they do? They asked Shatner about it. And this here is another reason why Shatner is the man. He, they asked him, what did you think about George Takei saying that your feud was over? And without a click, he turned around and goes, well, I didn't know we were fighting. <laughs> <laughs> you insignificant prick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, you are the king right there. <laughs> I didn't know I was arguing with what's his name. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know we were fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, that's beautiful. Well, you can't say anything negative about him. You look at him physically and you go, there's a big fat guy. Who, Shatner? Yeah, he looks like Dom DeLuise. He just doesn't have a fat <laughs> face. But he's like fucking 90. Yeah. Well, shit, if you get fat at 90, that's a good thing. Most people get real skinny and it gets awkward and uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like showing the specter of death. <laughs> Now, it's either one or two ways. Either he truly does not give a fuck about what anybody says, or he's just, you know, that not aware. Well, he's Canadian to start with. Canadian. So he's got that turn the other cheek kind of mentality to begin with. <laughs> and then he's got the fuck you money. <laughs> yeah, he does. And it's like, well, <laughs> what am I going to argue with uh, somebody who's not my better? <laughs> you know, whatever you think is fine by me, Cupcake. <laughs> you want to live that ignorantly? Go ahead. I love you anyway, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gives that little smile like, fuck you. Yeah, and then he gives a <laughs> smile. He's so fucking old. You go, what am I going to do, argue against him? Just completely stole uh, uh, George's moment. Well, George took a shit over his own moment. Comes out as gay 30 years after everybody knows it. I didn't know it. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I had no idea. I never paid attention to the guy. You saw him at, a, at one convention. That's all you needed. I, I thought he was a drunk. That day at the, the convention, he didn't talk about that stuff. He never talked about it. He was. It at, people were asking him questions like he was the president. Sure. I mean, why wouldn't you want to know very important answers from Sulu? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Captain Kirk himself went into space? He did. I watched the whole thing. That's really something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was cool. That reminds me, I paid for a shout-out on a recent episode of Clownvis to the Rescue, episode 195. Let's have a listen. Hey, Larry King guy! Shout-out from the Larry King guy, the King's Cup winner, by the way. Shout-out to William Shatner and his journey into space. 90 years old and still having amazing experiences. A genuine inspiration. Side note. If William Shatner's name were in the present tense, would it be William Shitner? Loving the show, Darren. <laughs> Darren. <laughs> Darren. All that buildup about what a, what a wonderful guy and what an amazing experience at 90 years old. Shitner? How was your Christmas, by the way? Uh, it was very nice. Very good. What'd you do? So I had my kids over. Nice. Yeah, it was a very pleasant day. Did they get any good presents? Was everything you gave them from China? <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Yeah, I gave him a pair of fungo bats and uh, just, <laughs> a couple of butterfly knives. You know, just, everything a teen girl wants. Yeah, gave them some psychological scars, some uh, <laughs> memories they'd rather do without. Said some things you can't take back. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Christmas to remember. <laughs> no, I made a huge breakfast of pancakes and sausages, scrambled eggs. Did you continue the family tradition everybody ate over the sink? <laughs> uh, no, Dick. We all sat at the table because it was a special occasion. <laughs> we all ate way too much, and then we all sat on the couch and took a nap. The nap was just a way to avoid each other. <laughs> That's a Hallmark movie right there. <laughs> a little bit of small talk, big meal, <laughs> take a nap. Day's almost done. But that was fun. Good. I got an air fryer. Nice. That's a good thing to have. Yeah, I've never used one. Now that you have an air can fryer. Can you cook a steak in it? Yes. You can cook anything in it. Yeah, I want to try cooking wings in there. You're going to love it. Hot wings. There, you now officially have no reason not to eat well. I was going to try some tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking 12-year-old. <laughs> hot pocket. <laughs> Could you cook hot dogs in that? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sometimes I get these microwave pizzas for my little nephew. He's 10. Yeah. And I buy one of these things. I look on the side. It says, try it in the air fryer. And Why the fuck would I put a microwave <laughs> pizza in an air fryer? Yeah, there you go. Oh, those little like uh, pizza rolls, little tortinas things. I've never had that. I have no idea. Oh, they're fantastic. Pizza rolls, <laughs> bread with some goo inside. Yeah, pretty much. They're quick and easy. <laughs> like your ex-wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a fantastic Christmas. Maybe one of the best in I don't know how long. I put together a seven-minute bit. Took me ten hours. <laughs> ten hours to do that, really? How long did it take you to do that little Christmas message? Two hours. Really? That was uh, scavenged material from the Don Geronimo show. Oh, really? Even the uh, wind sounds? No, that was new. And I really thought about taking it offline and doing another version and just having like an hour afterwards where it's just people eating a dinner. Because yeah. it's, the, it's the Christmas spectacular and it's two minutes and change. <laughs> <laughs> Larry King will be a constant correspondent, and he will always be on the phone. Because you can't really tell the difference between Larry King guy and Larry King. <laughs> it's fairly subtle. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did enjoy the uh, the mention at the end of it. <laughs> you notice I still didn't say your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I've heard stories only you can turn gainful employment into a scam. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Now I've only done that once with Walmart. What did you do? It's a no-show job. They're all no-show jobs for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that really was. What'd you do? I needed a, a part-time job, a second job, because I needed to make extra money for, you know. I think everybody could figure that part out, Matt. Thanks. Do you get a second job because you don't need more money? <laughs> yeah. Well, I got a job uh, at Walmart. For my philanthropy. I would work like 6.30 to 10 or 6 to 10 or something like that. Well, the thing is that my direct supervisor, he left at 
So one, I never met the guy that I was supposed to report to, and nobody ever told me what I was supposed to do. So I went to other managers, or and I said, well, what am I supposed to do? And they would say, well, I'll just walk around in front face. I'm like, all right. Front I did product. that for about 20 minutes. <laughs> On one day. Yeah, and I went and read some magazines. <laughs> Made love to myself in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to the break room and just watched TV and had a soda. All right. You know, and then I would walk around and I would go try to help like other groups, like go help unload the truck. Well, they wouldn't let me do that because I wasn't part of that area. They're all very territorial about what they do. So I said, screw it. I came in and for, I don't know, about, about a week, week and a half. I would come in, clock in, and then just walk around, read some books, look at the magazines. And then I would go make my way back to the break room and just sit there and watch TV until it was time to go. And then just sort of exist. <laughs> and then no one ever said anything. No one ever complained or asked me who I was or what I was doing or none of that crap. And then I thought, why am I even wasting my time? So I come in there, I'd clock in and then walk out. <laughs> And then come back later and clock out for the night and go home. I did that for uh, almost nine months. Oh, my Lord. And no one ever said a word. Did you ever put on a name tag? or a, the, the, No. Uh, yeah, okay, all right. They had no idea you worked there. Yeah, they had no idea. And I had, you know, I would walk in holding the vest, you know, this blue vest you got to wear. But right. I never put it on because I would just walk that because I'd walk in the back room. They'd see me hold the vest and grabbing my time card and... And that was all you were willing to put for it. <laughs> and I said, I did. I did it for about nine months. And then I got too fucking lazy to go up there and clock in. It got to be too much of a pain in the neck to drive up there to clock in and out and get a free check. I just stayed home and I said, oh, I don't need this anymore. You got too lazy for free money. Yeah. <laughs> just dumb. I was doing that for almost a year. I was doing that. You're a go-getter. <laughs> yeah. I just got too tired one day. I, you know, I was like, oh, I don't want to go up there. It's just too easy. Yeah. If I had been <laughs> smart, I'd have been doing it till now. I could have been running one of those stores, and no one would have ever saw me. The picture of the manager had been a question mark with a tie. And not one person, not one manager, no one ever questioned me. Who are you? What are you doing? Who's this guy sitting there watching TV for four hours straight? They would look at me, and they'd go, hey, what's up? And then that was it. They go, hey, he's friendly. That's just shameful. It's shameful to do it, for one. But if you're going to do it, at least commit. Then you, you can't even keep that going. Clocking in and out became too much of a struggle. How dare you ever say that you're going to run out of stories? <laughs> I have. That was pretty much it. <laughs> oh, bullshit. You're one memory away from the next gold mine. <laughs> Shut Up on Talking with Matt Powers and Larry King Guy. Available on YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and Audible.